Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. I am really excited about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Alex Kahn, and we're going to explore live video tips for creating awesome content. By the way, if you want to email me, it's podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. Let's transition over to this week's brand new discovery. Helping you stay alive in a social jungle, here's this week's survival tip. This week, I'm joined by Eric Fisher with a brand new find. What'd you find, Eric? This week, I found a really cool site that will give you inspiration for uh, getting started with that email copy that you just can't seem to crack. It's called Just Good Copy. Tell me more. What does it do? All right. So so what this does is you go to goodemailcopy.com and you can, t- in the search bar, type in what type of email you're needing to craft. And then what it does is it brings up different examples from existing emails from a lot of the companies that you and I are already familiar with. For example, uh, Upwork, Buffer, Trello, Salesforce. Wow. Dropbox, Evernote, Pinterest, all of those. And it gives you the options also to click these little like colorful bubbles that have little words in them that say like thank you or welcome, nurture, maintenance, canceled wow. subscription, et cetera. So it's and like it a swipe you- file in, in copywriter language. It's yeah, a swipe it's, file yes, of, ex- exactly. of good it's like examples. Copywriter swipe file for yeah. email uh, boilerplate emails. Is it and only for transactional stuff or is it also for sales, do you know, and marketing? Lots of different stuff. I mean, account updates, privacy policy stuff, new features, all of that is there. And where do we find it again? Goodemailcopy.com. Is this free? It's free. There's nothing there to to pay or anything. They just, you type in the search or you click the buttons of what you're looking for and then it just brings up all the examples. Somebody just pulled over to the side of the road or stopped walking the dog. (laughs) And they're like, wow, this is really, really cool. Goodemailcopy.com. I mean, like I'm going to have my team take a look at this. Seriously, that is awesome. Fine. Great stuff. Thank you so much, Eric. You're welcome. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World And I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests 
who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. And now for my interview with Alex Kahn. To help simplify your social safari, here's this week's special guest. This week, I'm joined by Alex Kahn. If you don't know who Alex is, he's the founder of Attractive Media, a German social media agency that helps German businesses with live video. He can be found online at alexkahn.tv. That's spelled A-L-E-X-K-H-A-N.tv. Alex, welcome to the show. Well, Mike, thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I am super excited to have you on the show. And what we're going to talk about is live video, uh, techniques for live video, and the fact that you've done over a lot, a thousand live video streams is pretty impressive in the last couple of years. Uh, I'd love to hear the story. Like, how did you get, what did you do before live video, and how did you get into live video, Alex? Well, I mean, <laughs> I started my first website in the late 90s when email open rates were like over 90%. But to cut a long story short, in 2005, I joined a social network called Attractive People. That was long before Facebook came to Germany, and uh, I became the managing director, which gave me the opportunity to discover firsthand what really builds trust and how people behave in social networks. And Every person knows that if you're able to drive engagement, that's one of the factors which leads to trust and to more visibility. Unfortunately, there's a caveat, right? It's a big challenge to come up with engaging content. So that's been said, the day Periscope came out, I was in Malaysia and a friend of mine sent me an email that Periscope got acquired by Twitter for $100 million dollars. And as a little side note, I also founded an app in 2012, which was Germany's first mobile marketplace for fashion. And unfortunately, although I also got acquired, um, I didn't get the $100 million. So I asked myself, what can a $100 million app do? So I downloaded Periscope on day one. And the first time I started it, I was totally blown away because Periscope was for me the answer to my engagement question because it gave me the ability to start a one-to-many conversation from basically anywhere in the world, anytime I wanted. I mean, for me, it's still fascinating that you can reach so many people and that even for free. So, were so you, uh, let, me, let me ask, Alex, were you broadcasting in German or were you speaking in English when you first started? No, I, I started in English because I know it's like an American company and I was anyway in Malaysia. So I did it with some employees of mine who were like, you know, at the beginning, I felt like more like a director. So an employee of mine, he was like the, the TV star, the Periscope star, and he did all the fun stuff. And I started actually with a topic which was non-related to what I'm doing right now. It started with, with fun. And I remember my first broadcast back in March 2015, and uh, you can give hearts on Periscope. For people who don't know it, um, people can tap the screen and they can give you hearts. 
So after my first stream, which was about between five to 10 minutes, I looked at it and I thought hearts are likes. And I said, wow, I got like a 500 likes means hearts on Periscope. And I thought like, man, I'm doing pretty well. I don't get 500 likes on Facebook. Later, I found out that one person can give up to 500 hearts. <laughs> so <laughs> probably, yeah, probably was my mom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. So fast forward a little bit further. Um, so in the beginning, you were using it for fun, and it sounds like you didn't really have a strategy. Somewhere along the lane, the, the way, you changed a little bit. You know, what was the turning point, and what did you do? Yeah, the problem was with the fun stuff that after two to three weeks, business partners of mine approached me and said like, well, listen, you're the CEO of the company. It's not so cool that you let our employees jump in the pool and doing fun stuff. So I thought that's a valid argument. So I changed and I thought like, what can I talk about? So back at that time, I was already in social media for more than 10 years. And I said like, well, listen, that's a new social media platform. Everyone who starts with it wants to know how it works. So how can you adapt your expertise to live video? And that's how I changed the topic and started to tell people how I think you can build your audience. And I built my audience by just doing so. Very interesting. And fast forward to today, kind of give us a snapshot, snapshot of kind of the audience that you built using live video, if you could. Um, well, first of all, on Periscope, I built around 230,000 followers and gained, starting from those 500 hearts up to 55 million hearts. Wow. Um, and I cross-promoted it. So altogether, I have around like 400,000 followers now on social media and Two years ago, I had none, which is crazy. So you attribute your um, you attribute your success really to to um, uh, or or the growth of your uh, followership and viewership and all that stuff really to live video. Is that right? Well, two things. First of all, yes, a hundred percent because of live video and Periscope and Facebook Live. But second, what many people forget, I was already in social media for ten years. So I built companies, I trained people, and it took me ten years to open my mouth for the first time. So yeah, health, like live video, was like the gateway drug to my growth. But of course, it's it's a mix between expertise and technology. Yeah, and this is why this is so important for everyone to hear right now because Alex is not all unlike many of you that are listening right now, where you all have something that you are an expert in, but maybe you've been struggling to get an audience, right? Or to become known for something. And live video is a very, very fast way of doing this. I mean, we are literally just shy of two years as of this recording. Uh, I was on March 26th, I think, of 2015, because I remember because yes. that was the first day of Social Media Marketing World that year when Periscope launched. And um, so in less than two years, Alex has grown, grown a huge audience based on taking something he already had, which was this knowledge, and then using something that he, that is brand new, which is live video. And I think that's kind of the cool part. Now, um, you did say it took you about 10 years to get behind the camera or whatever. So there's plenty of people right now that are freaking out about the concept of going live. Um, and I'm just curious, like, what have you learned and what do you want to say to those people that are like, I'm not sure I can handle. <laughs> you mean like, you mean like to people like me? Because I mean, yes. truth be told. Yes. Yeah. 
it, it, it's still the same thing. I mean, I did more than a thousand broadcasts, but I'm still nervous to go live sometimes. And in my eyes, there are always the same three questions which spin around your head when you think about going live. First, who are those people that going to watch me? Or what if nobody tunes in at all? Or will they like me? And what will I tell them? So let me show you my experience after like two years of live video. Well, first of all, they are people like you and me. They're early adopters. They're curious. And they're willing to spend their time to see what you've got for them. So will they like you? I believe as long as you either way educate, inspire, or entertain, they will. In short, if you add value in some way, why they shouldn't like you, right? I mean, everyone knows it's hard to speak in front of an audience. And believe me, if they watch you, at that moment, they look up to you because you are the one talking to them. And what will you tell them? In my eyes, there are five different topics people are always interested in when it comes down to live videos because basically we're all in the people business. Number one, it's the personal story. We're all attracted by stories, so you can talk about your personal why, your story of how you came up with what you do right now. Number two, behind the scenes. Everyone likes exclusive content to take them behind the scenes, show your colleagues, your employees, your warehouse or anything that will give them an insight of what you do. Number three, Q&A's. Live video is all about engaging and here's a free tool to ask potential customers what you have ever wanted them to ask. Like, where do they buy? How often do they buy? What do they like about you? What they're interested in? Um, there are tons of possibilities to engage with your audience. Number four, giveaways. People love to win stuff. And live video, in my eyes, is a gateway truck for giveaways. Mm -hmm. You could ask them to share or retweet or leave a comment on Facebook or cross-promote any of your social media accounts. And you can give them in return like a shout-out or little prices, discounts. So there's lots of cool stuff you can do. And I like to name my winner inside my stream to show like authenticity and that it's really happening. And last but not least, sneak peeks. So any demo or sneak peek of anything that will come up in the future. And if you let them be part of it, like they can choose color or name or size, they will be more than thankful. A couple things. First of all, I think that if there is one medium where imperfection is okay, it's live video. Would you agree? Absolutely. Why? Because that's why I believe that people actually tune in. Some of them because it's new but others, because it's authentic, you cannot make it up, right? Some things go wrong. And I believe that some of the uh, viewers are actually tuning in because they want to see that something goes wrong, right? I mean, if you think about the history of, of humans, we are connecting and we are talking to each other live, right? I mean, that's where we're coming from. That's right. This whole technology... Um, develop this gap we are now facing where we say something and at a totally different point it it got received from from another person and live video is just coming back to where we're coming from this authentic 
honest, genuine way of communication. And I believe that this is why people are so much attracted to live video. And in my eyes, this is also the reason why it can be imperfect. I mean, we are imperfect and no one should act like they are not. Yeah. And just to give some context, you know, Alex, if you were in my office um, and we were sitting across from each other and my cell phone started going off and then I dropped something, you know, on the ground and I had to pick it up, you would not think that's weird, right? You would think that's no. pretty normal, right? Well, that's, sure. that's uh, now imagine like all of a sudden you've got 10 or 100 people in your office because they happen to be watching you live. Stuff happens. It's okay. It's totally acceptable in real life. And I think that live video is, is, the, is like the total perfect manifestation of social because it's, 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 extent, it's extending any distance. It's bringing them right there into the moment. Like, um, and, and it doesn't need to be perfect, unlike Instagram, which often, you know, Instagram pictures are the example of the perfect social media, right? Which is yeah. carefully <laughs> yeah. developed and lit and all that other kind of stuff where you really, all you need is your phone and your arm and you can go live. Um, you know, while I was thinking about the different ways that you can go live, I was thinking like, for example, we just got a bunch of t-shirts in that we're going to be selling at social media marketing world. And we had all these different styles of the shirts and different kinds of material and different colors. I could have just gone live with a selfie stick and showed it to the audience and said, Hey, we're here making decisions about the, uh, the print material uh, for our shirts. And here's what it looks like with white on the backdrop. And here's what, what do you guys think? I mean, something as simple as that people would find interesting, wouldn't they? Because they want to know how, what goes into the making of our conference. And that's kind of the stuff that you could do spontaneously without a lot of thought. Um, and it could be like bringing your community into your decision-making. I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You can do so many things that people feel they're a part of it. And they don't get it like behind closed walls. They're really inside the event, right? They can see the shirts. They can take part in the process. Maybe they can even choose the color. Right. You can you can ask questions what they want, which speaker they want to see. I mean, all the five things, if you, if you put them in place, like the five different topics for live video, it all works and they they are perfectly seamlessly work together right you can ask them you can invite them to do stuff you can give them giveaways you can take them behind the scenes you can also explain your personal story like why it's called social media marketing well what's the story behind it so that people connect with it and they feel that that you are the real deal because you're taking it live, right? It's you. One other thing what many people forget when it's when it goes down to, to expanding your network, which is very important when it comes down to social social media, is once you talk to someone on a live video, you can be 100% sure that this is really the person. If you connect with a Facebook post or with a tweet or with an Instagram photo, you never know if this is really the person you want to reach out to. But in live video, it is because that's the person who's talking live to you, right? Exactly. Now, you have a uh, pretty cool formula that you've come up with about how you start and how you end each of your live video um, shows that you do. Can you share that with the audience? Because um, there are some people listening right now that are already doing live video, and there are some that are about to do live video. And sometimes it's how do you start and how do you end? That's like the part that's the most you know, once you get into it, it's kind of like you're, you're in the pool and you know what to do. But it's, it's what do you do at the beginning? What do you do at the end? Those are kind of the awkward moments for a lot of people with live video. 
Yeah, and, and people need to realize that the first 60 seconds might break or make your stream. Mm. Because if, 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 if nothing interesting happens in the first 60 seconds, they're not going to watch it till the end, right? right? So um, my intro formula is based on a kind of triple A guideline. It's all about action, attention, and adding value. So the action part is actually starting before your broadcast. So you need to pre-promote it. You can tell your friends, send a newsletter, tweet about it, publish a Facebook post. Do what you can to let people know in advance when you're going to go live. And maybe you write a little outline that you know like what you're going to talk about in your broadcast. So when you start it, Make sure to have a good lighting, not too much background noise, and enter a catchy title. If you, for example, go live on Periscope, you also have to make sure that you activate the little tweet icon so you also tweet it out on Twitter so your, fa your Twitter audience will be informed too. Mm. And once you go live, many people I see do a big mistakes, especially also on Facebook. They wait until the first people tune in. And they totally forget about all those people who watched the replay from the very first seconds. And <laughs> it's kind of weird if you watch someone and you watch a replay and someone is just for 30 seconds looking at the screen, waiting, and then after 30 seconds, hey, Mike, thanks that you tune in and so on, right? So I believe you have to talk from the very first second. I like to even welcome the replay viewers as they are the only ones who watch your first seconds. Mm. Then... I introduce myself, I introduce my topic, and tell them what they can expect from this broadcast. Give us, a, give us a quick yeah. example. Like, I don't know, you've done this a million times. You probably could just make up a topic. Let's say you were doing something on, on uh, let's say today's show was about how to use Periscope. Like, talk, walk us through how you would actually, you know, begin the first, you know, 30 seconds or so. Sure. So I would start like, Welcome to the replay, my friends. My name is Alex, and today we're going to talk about five tips and techniques how you can gain more followers on Periscope. If you like it, make sure to tap the share button and also make sure to invite your followers. And now let's get into the show. That could be like one part of it. What I also like to do is then when more people tuned in to tell to ask them a little question like a very easy to answer question like for example where are they from mm. because this is especially useful if you start a facebook or instagram live stream because facebook and instagram is based on engagement right so the more people comment and like and so on the, the more people will see your broadcast and if you ask people in the first two minutes an easy to answer question they will tap, they will enter this comment, and Facebook thinks, oh, that's a really engaging broadcast. So Facebook is starting to show your broadcast to more and more people. Very cool. So how long do you go with the, the greetings? and the? I mean, I'm assuming you are also greeting some of them, right? Like, hello to Mike from the United States or whatever, right? Um, or do you just ask where they're from, and then you just immediately go into your content? 
No, it, it depends a little bit on how many people are watching and how fast people are tuning in. But if it goes a little bit slowlier, I love to say some names because people always love to hear their name and they see it's engaging. And I, I ask them, like, for example, give me a number from one to five. How do you feel today? Right. right. Like very easy questions. So people see, oh, that's cool. That's really that's life. It's engaging. I can be a part in this. Right. That's TV 2.0. And that's what I want. Okay, so uh, we've talked about action, attention, and adding value in the beginning. Is there anything else that we've missed? I mean, so far, you know, you've talked about how you've welcomed to the playback, you introduced yourself, you talked about what you're going to be talking about today, then you asked a couple questions of the audience. How long before you actually get started with the purpose of the show? Shouldn't be too long, especially when you think about a replay viewer. So I probably go between one and two minutes. Okay. And then I start with the third part about adding value. Okay, talk about that. Well, it, it depends on your topic. So when it's, for example, five ways, what we gave as an example, five ways to gain followers on Periscope or to gain more success with Periscope, I will probably start with the dessert first. I see many people who say like, well, listen, the, the, the fifth tip is going below your mind. I don't want to wait till the fifth tip. You know, give me give me the best thing first. And if I really like it, you might be able to ask me for a share. So what I found is the best way is starting with the dessert first, come up with your best tip and then ask your viewers. Well, listen, if you like this tip, I have four more. But please invite your followers and share that stream and make sure to follow me. So at that point, you already get some more viewers in and then you can go for two, three, four and five. I love this, what you call the dessert philosophy. I call it the how much more philosophy or the how much more, um, because when you lead with some of your best stuff, what happens in people's brains is they say, well, how much more will I discover if I yeah. stick around? You know what I mean? And, um, and I think that's pretty important to acknowledge that people have limited amount of time and that if you lead with some of the best stuff, they will actually stick around a little bit longer or they will do some action that you want them to do, like share, which I think is awesome. So Absolutely. I mean, people value one thing more than anything else right now, and this is their time. Don't play with people's time. Absolutely. Now, what about at the end of the show? How do we end a live video? Yeah, so m what most people do is they say, well, thanks for watching, and uh, see you in the next broadcast. That's it. But I want to give you like a formula how you can gain followers by ending your stream. So when you want to finish, then start by giving a quick recap. So if you talked about five tips, you can give another minute of a quick recap of, of the most important points, like the crucial points. And afterwards, I like to give a sneak peek about my next broadcast, mm. telling my followers when it will be and what will be the topic. And then I ask like, if they like it, make sure to follow me to not miss the next broadcast. And this is where you build that bridge that I actually tap on that follow button at the end. And at the very end, then I ask, thanks for watching. I say, thanks for watching. And I hope to see you tomorrow or whatever day I pre-promoted my next stream. Perfect. So, so that's, that's awesome. Now, one of the things that a lot of people... Um, especially those that are just getting started with live video might struggle with is the fact that maybe they don't have enough people watching by their own standards. So I think one of the things that we should probably talk about for a minute here is how do I grow my viewership? 
um, you know, how do I get more people watching? Uh, I know you mentioned a, a few things already. You mentioned that you need to be getting ahead by sharing this across the social networks before you actually go live. Is there anything else that we can do to try to grow our viewers? Yeah. So first of all, what I like to do when I work with clients is to take a look at their as, as existing assets because most of them, they haven't started with Periscope or like Facebook is not their only platform. So you have already maybe an email list, you have already existing platforms, so you can pre-promote it. You can also add it to your signature. And what I like to do um, is called my code word strategy. Oh wait, hold on a second. You said add to your signature. What do you mean by that? Yeah, so for example, um, add to your signature all your accounts. You mean your email I mean, signature? How many? Yeah, do your oh, email signature. Got it. Okay. So how yeah. would you do that? Just like watch me live here kind of thing? Um, yeah, I mean, watch me live and you, for example, can, depending on how many emails you send, but you could, for example, add like a little side note at the end of each email. Well, listen, every Thursday at 8 p.m., you can ask me questions directly on Periscope or on Facebook Live and then the link to your profile. Now, you were, you were about to mention something you said, code word. Tell us a little bit more. What is that? Yeah, so so the cold word strategy is solving a couple of challenges I faced, especially at the beginning with live video, because it helps you to increase your watching time, it drives replay views, and it's also cross-promoting your other account. So here's how it works. As I told you, only the replay viewers watch the first seconds of your stream. And that's why I place in those very first five to 10 seconds, a little code word. People who watch it live, they don't know about it. So after one to two minutes, after I finished my whole introduction, I tell them that I've placed a secret code word in the first five to 10 seconds. So they have to watch the replay after my live video to know what the code word is all about. So here's the kicker. They have to wait to the end of my stream to know what they have to do with that code word. So you could, for example, ask them to tweet it to you or leave a comment on Instagram or just email it to you. And the first person who does it will win something. So okay, so just, need, yeah, yeah. Just, just to be clear, let me go over this. I want to make sure I understand yeah. this. So at the very beginning, when no one has yet joined, you might say, today's code word is grow, you know? And, uh, and then at the very end of, and you know, after you know, a few seconds, people start showing up, they're watching the live show. And then when they get to the end of the live show, you mentioned somehow in your closing, by the way, um, you know, I'm going to give away a, a book or something to the first X number of people that go ahead and tweet me the code word. You'll oh, have to oh. watch the beginning to get the code word. Is that oh, right? Uh, almost. So yeah, you place the code word in the first seconds of your stream when no one showed up yet. And they can just watch the replay once you end the stream. That's why they need to watch the replay. But after one to two minutes, you tell them the first time about your code word. Oh, so then they know okay. that they have to stay till the end. And you tell them, well, listen, you will only know the code word when you watch the replay of the stream. But what you have to do with it, I tell you at the end of the stream. Oh, I see. So you're teasing in the first couple of minutes that there yes. is a code word. And... um. And you could win some, you're, you're going to win, let's say a copy of my book or something, yes. but you'll need to, at the end of the stream, I'll tell you how to use the code word. Is that correct? 
Exactly. Interesting. So how has this, what have you done with this and how has this worked for you? Well, for me, when I started with it, I already like had a, lot, a nice growing, a nice follower growth and a nice audience. So what I usually did is it was very easy. I said like, well, the first person who tweeted to me or left me a comment on Instagram got a shout out. So that's a very low price. Now, but- how does this help you grow your viewers? That's the part I'm a little confused about. Well, first of all, you can ask people a lot of things. You could ask them, for example, well, listen, you need to follow me on Twitter and tweet the code word to me. Mm. So that helps you gain more followers on Twitter, for example. Or you and can do Twitter, the same thing and on Twitter Instagram and or on Facebook. Twitter and Periscope mm-hmm. are intertwined, right? So when you go live, if they follow you on Twitter, that's going to help get more visibility to your Periscope account. Is that correct? It's it's true, but you could also ask them to follow you on Instagram and leave you a comment below your latest Instagram post. I see. With the code word. So it depends what you want to do. And especially if you give away something bigger than a shout out, mm. more and more people will do it, right? You could also ask and say like, well, listen, I will give away this in the next 24 hours. And the person who came, so you can even, instead of a code word, you could ask a question at the beginning and tell them, well, listen, um, Tweet me the answer or leave a comment of the answer and the person who's closest to that answer will win something. So that also the people who watch the replay will see, okay, I have to watch it and then I have to see the end and maybe they, they scribe, scrub to the end, but then they do whatever you tell them to do to win the prize. So to also get the replay viewers do the same thing. You don't have to do it like in this way with a code word. You can also ask a question and put it in the beginning. How effective has this been for you? Oh, amazing. I mean, every time I do this between, I mean, I'm watched on Periscope between like two to 10,000 people are watching it. So you could think that around 5% of the people are actually doing so. Really? So, yeah, so you're, it's, it's so if, you had, if you had a thousand people watching, you're going to get 50 people yes, doing yes. this. I, I have sometimes hundreds of people are doing this, wow. especially if I work with a brand. They don't do this if I do like just a shout out, but right. if I give a, a real price, like some tech product or a, a free seed of my, of my academy or anything like that, it's hundreds of people. It's, it's amazing. So, um, do you do this? How often should we do this? Is this something we use sparingly? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I won't overdo it. But I mean, again, it's live video. So you can just ask people. Right. What I like to do is to ask them, do you want to see more of this? Or do you think like I should do like once a month? Should I do like every week? What do you think about this? I love to include my audience and just ask them what they like. Okay. Now, um, there's some really cool stuff that you do on your show that we're going to talk about for a second, which, which is a little technical, but I think I'm going to try, I'm going to try to make it so everybody can understand it. So there's some software used called open broadcaster software, OBS, and people can discover it at open. I'm sorry, at obsproject.com. So it's often referred to as OBS. Now this software allows you as a broadcaster to kind of have the equivalent of like a TV studio, right? Where you could share your screen and you can do, tell me what you do with OBS, because I want people to understand that this is something um, that you can do specifically with your Facebook and with your Periscope broadcast to kind of bring an entirely new um, level of features and functions to those broadcasts. So um, first of all, have I described it okay? And what can you do with it? 
Yeah, absolutely. So OBS basically gives you the possibility to add different layers on top of your stream. So it can be anything. It can be a video. It can be an image. It can be any kind of animation. It can be any text. It can be any program you want to do, for example, a split screen interview. So something like for those people who know it, be live, you could do so. So whatever is on your desktop and is possible to show on your desktop, you could basically stream inside your Periscope stream or your Facebook live stream. That, what, that, is, that is what OBS does. And what I like about it is, first of all, the capabilities it gives you, but also it's a free tool. So I definitely recommend everyone to take advantage of it. Tell me, tell me a couple ways that you're using it. Yeah, so first of all, what I love to do is I have a little intro. So just a five-second intro where a counter is counting back from five to one where I kind of give some excitement, like you do with the podcast, right? So that's like a little visual animation. Uh, so does it have sound effects and stuff too? Yeah, yeah. It has sound effects, has animations in it, has some Twitter logo. And it's almost like, welcome to the Alex Khan show, and it's got some animation stuff going on in it, something like that? Yeah, without a voiceover, yeah. but... Uh, Besides that, yes, some animation and some um, sound in it. So that's how I start. Okay. And uh, then I have like a little animation on top where they see the topic of my stream and they see different things I ask them to do. Like, for example, please invite. And then a little arrow comes down, which tips directly on um, the, the share button. So they see where they can invite, actually. Or... Um, they will see like different platforms of mine where they can follow me, like follow me on Instagram at one Alex Khan or tweet me at one Alex Khan on Twitter. So there are different animations depending on in contextual what I'm talking about. So for example, if I give like five tips about Twitter, it will ask them to also follow me on Twitter. If I give tips about Instagram, it will ask them to follow me also on Instagram. And it also leads to my landing page. Every stream I do has a strategy behind it. So I want to get more leads to my landing page. So if you want to have more information, if you want to get my top five tips about this and that, visit topscoper.com. That's about live video. Or go to, I think, topsnapper.com to visit about Snapchat and so on. So every And you're creating stream, graphics that you can just kind of display over the top of the live video. Is that correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Little layers with little animations, like after 10 seconds, it's just changing um, from A to B. How hard is it for you as the guy going live? Because you're doing this all by yourself, right? So how hard is yes. it for you to use the software, look at the camera, push the buttons? Is it relatively easy to do or does it require a little practice? Um, I think to set up that technically once um, can be a little bit um, challenging, for some people, but I mean, there are easy ways to do so. You can just go on fiverr.com, spend a couple of bucks and get this animation. And then if you use OBS, so just, I mean, it's getting a little bit technical and it's probably right. hard to imagine, visualize, but basically what you do is you just add a scene and you add a layer and then you just add that image or that animation or whatever you want to show. And then with one click, you activate it or you deactivate it. So it, it, is, it is easy to manage once you played a little bit of it and you got used to it. And folks, when I first discovered Alex, uh, Periscope is you know recorded, generally speaking, in the vertical format. 
the way I, I see Alex do it often. And what I recall him doing was I saw his face like in one of the upper corners of the video. And then I saw it at the bottom of the video, kind of the screen share of what he was showcasing. And I think in another upper corner, he might've had a graphic, like, please share this. And it was just kind of cool because he almost had like different quadrants for different activity. We saw his face the whole time. We saw him, you know, moving around his mouse on his computer. And then we saw like another thing. So you can just get super, super creative with this. Um, Alex, we could keep going forever, but I want to give people a chance to discover more about you and all the great things you've got going on. So why don't you tell them uh, first where they can find you online to watch some of your live video streams and anything else you want to share with them? Sure, absolutely. So the best way to reach out to me is probably visiting my website. It's TV, And again, it's khan.tv. Um, and besides that, you find me on all social media platforms at one Alex Khan. And, uh, can I give a special bonus to your listeners? Absolutely. Mike? Because Absolutely. I know like, that's like a lot of content. So if you go to alexkhan.tv slash SME, you will get a checklist with all the things we talked about. So you can just print it out and you can just check mark whatever it is about the lighting and the noise and the formula and how to end that stream and everything we talked about. Cool. And it's Alex, A-L-E-X, con, K-H-A-N, dot TV slash S-M-E. Alex, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all your insight and experience with us. Well, thanks a lot for having me, Mike. Well, I hope you got a lot out of today's show. I know I did. If there was anything that we mentioned and you didn't catch it, we take all the notes at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 244. By the way, if you're new to this podcast, hit that subscribe button. And also, if you've been listening for a while, we'd love a rating and a review on iTunes. The easiest way is to go to socialmediaexaminer.com slash iTunes right from your mobile phone and you can go ahead and give us a star rating and write us a review. This brings us to the end of yet another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you in the driver's seat next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.